Hello. Summer solstice in the northern hemisphere of Earth occurs between the 20th and the 22nd of June. One of those days will be the longest of the year and it heralds the start of the shortening days for the rest of the year. Solstice, which in Latin literally means sun stands still, has been known under various labels. Wiccans and other neo-pagans call it Letha, Christians know it as St John's Day and in Northern Europe it is known simply as Midsummer. Indeed, the festival is most popular in the northern parts of the Northern Hemisphere and for good reason. Closely associated with agrarian sentiments, the northern lands are those exposed to the least sunlight and therefore subject to far shorter growing seasons. So it's not surprising then that the main thrust of celebrations and worship, even in Christian communities going back hundreds of years, are geared towards fire and water. Midsummer Eve rituals centred around fire, smoke and ashes, which is said to purify the environment and drive away evil spirits. Ending with a huge bonfire that cleansed the entire community, this ritual actually goes all the way back to 1st century Roman scholar Pliny the Elder. It was also a ritualistic symbol of the sun and the roaring fire was said to encourage the sun to fight against the longer days and burn brighter. On top of this, people leapt over the flames to encourage fertility for some reason. When people got burnt, that was a bad omen. Another fire ritual was setting fire to a huge wheel and pushing it down a hill into a lake. If for some reason the circular inferno didn't make it to the bottom, well, that was just another bad omen. The focus is predominantly on women for these festivities, as it's all about fertility of both the land and the people. There are many spells that women would chant in an effort to increase pregnancy rates, although all the hallucinogenic mushrooms and extremely strong booze were presumably a pretty good catalyst as well. There's actually an old Swedish proverb along these lines that goes, Midsummer night is not long, but it sets many a cradle rocking. Yeah, yeah well I've got that, fr- I've got that framed above my bed. Yeah, I know. How's it working out for you, yeah, mate? Not really, not great. But anyway, we're back. Um, yes, st- don't do your oh, leg yeah. like that. The, old, uh, the Paranormal Podcast is back. A podcast that Lee, in the car earlier, said that he wouldn't listen to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you, <laughs> you're taking my comment out of context, I think, there. Yeah, well. I meant in the context of the fact that I wouldn't listen to it. I hear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear what I hear. And you were, or are you, or are you not wearing a, a Make America Great Again baseball no, cap? No, I'm not. I'm wearing a, a plain red snapback. Looks cap. like it to me, mate. Yeah, well, it's, where does it say Make America Great anyway? Maga. You think you're well trendy, mate? Yeah, I am trendy. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, yeah, the old midsummer. The summer, yeah, well, what do you think to that then? The summer solstice. Yeah, I just did a massive introduction. Yeah, you just pretty... sat there slagging off my hat. Yeah, it was good. And, uh,. I mean, um, do you want to know another another solstice fact? Yeah, the longest day ever recorded was in happened in solstice in nineteen twelve. How long do you think the day was? Well, can I, less than twenty four hours. Well, well, no, <laughs> well, no. What do you mean, no? That's a day. Yeah, but this is the <laughs> longest day. Twenty three hours fifty nine. How is that longer than a day? It can't. A, a day can't be if longer. If I say than, the shortest day, a day can't be longer than twenty-four hours. But it can. How? It, then that would be the second day. No. I don't know. Then I don't. I don't get it. The longest day ever was in nineteen twelve, 
when the day lasted an incredible 24 hours and 4 milliseconds. Ah, uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's you caught me out there. Oh, is that all right? And what happens? What has to signify the end of the day? I have day? no other information but that. <laughs> all right. So don't ask questions in this bit. Isn't that what you said on your like your first like political debate? Yeah, it worked out for quite a while, didn't it? Yeah, I basically I spent the first half hour arguing why Rising Damp was the greatest British sitcom ever made. I mean, you had some fair points. And then they they questioned me on my fiscal policy in Europe, and I didn't really know. No, I didn't. What's the longest day you've ever had? Oh, any day where I had to actually work. Yeah, do some yeah. proper work. I would say probably that three peaks for me. That was pretty ended. I'll tell you what was pretty long for me when I did my shoulder (laughs) in Valencia. Yeah. I mean, any any day that uh, part of it is like you rupturing bone or ligaments is like, is always going to drag on a bit, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't very nice. No, nor was the two hour drive through the mountains to the nearest hospital. I'll tell you, you had a worse day than you in one day, though, than that. Bloody Ethan Hawke in training day. Yeah, that was that was a bit up and down. Yeah, I would uh, encourage you guys maybe. What's to, what's your worst day yeah, you've ever had? On this, what's the longest day you feel you've ever had? I bet you there's some br- we get some brilliant stuff. Yeah, but no one listens, so we won't oh, get yeah. any tweets, and it would just be really embarrassing. Or Stephen Jessup will tweet, and that'll be it. Right, which I have to, two things to say on that, and then we'll go into the podcast. A, I hope this isn't true, but Mike Cockins told me last night that Steve Jessup's non de plume Giuseppe Deluxe. He's actually just because of a pizza he used to like. What? Now, yeah, I'm still holding out that it's like a porn star thing. Okay. Um, and also, he's moving to Snaresbrook. So good luck with that. Where's that? Snaresbrook's like east of <laughs> London. Yeah, past, <laughs> oh, right. like past Walthamstow way. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Well, that's... <laughs> See you next week, guys. <laughs> yeah. So back to this. So if, if you've recently moved somewhere, why not tweet yeah. us? But the longest day... Uh, which is all part of this summer solstice thing, is what has brought us. Is, is what we're here for today. We watched. Oh, no, 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 no. I've oh, got right. a couple more. Th- oh, you know, right. listen. You know, you got, come on, structure, man. Right. Okay. Just a couple more little solstice facts for you. I think you'll enjoy this one. Yeah. The Greeks celebrated Kronos, who was the god of agriculture, on the solstice, and for one night a year, their slaves were allowed to stop working and were allowed to celebrate. And give thanks to the very God who allowed them to toil in the fields <laughs> 21 hours a day. Oh, yeah, amazing. Imagine that. You're going to have the day off. Why? We're going to celebrate the bloke who, <laughs> who makes such rich bounty for his in our fields. No, yeah. that that's me and about 40,000 other blokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, give thanks to the bloke, the reason none of you have got any skin left on your backs. <laughs> and, like, you haven't seen your wives and children for 20 years. Oh, yeah, should we have a whip round for him? Has anyone got him a card? How tender would you be, though? Like, it's you. In one way, it's your one night off you've had for ages. But wouldn't you spend all of it trying to escape? I mean, uh, you wouldn't, because as soon as someone went, "Oh, (laughs) do you want a pint or something?" Oh, like you would then? Yeah, of course I wouldn't. You'd end up being like best mates with them all. Yeah, because I mean, imagine that getting. How much do you love it when you get a night when you've been working seven days straight or something? And then you get a night off. Yeah, it's mental, yeah. You just have a yeah. night off after being a slave, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, come on, what's the other one then? And Yeah, all right, this is all good material. Yeah, right. Uh, midsum- this is the last one now. Midsummer was the time of the year, once a year, when Vikings would meet to debate legal disputes. Bloody hell. 
Well, I bet some of those meetings ended a bit like a bit rowdily, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like like Vi- like Vikings having a legal dispute. Like Jeff, sit down. Thanks for thanks for coming, mate. You know Marion, of course. Uh, now, Jeff, you took Marion's husband's head off with a broad axe. <laughs> uh, she's feeling a bit aggrieved about this and thinks she might be entitled to some kind of remuneration. Now, we know you've got 16 ceremonial schools in your hut. So, should we say half of these and one of those mental helmets and we can put this whole thing to bed? Yeah. And like, and then the the next six cases would just be like rape, rape, pillage, rape. And then maybe like someone playing like loud music or something. <laughs> if, you're, if you've got your What's the Point Paranormal Podcast bingo cards out, you can cross off Naylor mentioning rape yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, it's been 10 minutes though, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, so why is it why is it a big Swedish thing? Is that because it's they in Scandinavia? It's it's I don't know. Is that one of the only places in the world where you will have a day without darkness? Were you listening to my intro? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they do it in like well, they do it all across like the northern hemisphere. We all do it, but the more north you go, the more important it is because of like crops and all the rest of it. So you get it in like Norway, Russia, Iceland, Finland, all the rest of it. It's just. I think Sweden have that main you know, whole thing. And Greenland, all the rest of it. Canada, yeah. No, yeah, Greenland would definitely have one. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's loads of places. There's a place in and the North Pole. Yeah, there's a place in Canada, I think, where they have like an all-day baseball game that goes on through the night because the sun doesn't go down. I don't know if anyone's ever been to watch a baseball game, but they all go on for that long. <laughs> no, genuinely. Oh, right. Like one of the most boring sports you can. And I'm happy to put that out on record yeah well good because I'm not editing this because it takes too long one of the most boring games you can watch live I think (laughs) 100% (laughs) right (laughs) okay should we go on to the film now then well I'll tell you one more thing about the old summer solstice Um, they enjoy a pickled herring um, in Sweden and they celebrate it midsummer oh yeah that's a huge part of it okay and I Horrendously, I worked at a Swedish Midsummer Party a few weeks ago with one of the worst hangovers I've had for quite a while and had to chop up loads of like mopped herrings out oh. of a tin, like chop them into bits. Can you think of like anything worse than that? A few things, but not. No, I mean hangover based yeah, and, yeah, and food not, based. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, any kind of fish on a hangover isn't great. Yeah, is they're it? pretty slimy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well. Anyway, Midsummer is a 2019 folk horror film directed by Ari Aster and starring Florence Pugh, Jack Rayner, William Jackson Harper and Will Poulter. Go on, Will. Uh, that's it for me. Over to you for the film. We've, I've got some stuff, but I'll, right. I'll jump in with it. But well, I think you should drive this one. Well, I'd start off by saying this. Uh, most films uh, that started off with a triple murder-suicide in the same family would struggle to go bleaker than that. Midsummer doesn't, yeah. That's the that's the yeah. first five minutes of it. Um, uh, we see an American girl who's distraught because she can't get in touch with her sister. Turns out for very good reasons because her sister has gassed herself and also killed both of the parents. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the intro. That's it, your starter for ten. It was quite a hard intro, wasn't it? Yeah, 
So basically, yeah, it goes on from there. They're all travelling over to Sweden. Let's do a spoiler alert here because oh, you're yeah, probably yeah, going to yeah, yeah. spoil it. Spoiler yeah. alert. Go and watch, like, do go and watch the film now because it's incredible. It does nothing to alter perceptions of the European student in America for a year being a bit weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. Does it? Working like, hard. Like, yeah. not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it also does nothing really to dispel the stereotype that American travellers are really annoying as yeah. well. Um, and also, which I said to you the other day, which is, it never fails to amaze me how in these films, these guys can quite happily drink in moderation because they realise the uh, horrific effects of too much alcohol, but they will batter magic mushrooms. Yeah. That, I mean, like, eat a kilo of them and not think anything of it. Yeah, they'll have like one one Bud Light at a party because yeah. they've got American football training or whatever the next yeah. day, but then they'll, they'll smoke 86 bongs. Yeah, and like and take loads of like, uh, you know, like massive hallucinogenic drugs. But anyway, so yeah, as you said, they're all quite annoying. They go over to Sweden for this festival they've been invited to, and they're all like PhD boys, like, aren't they? Like they're all... Yeah, but they're annoying as well. They're like, so that that nice Swedish guy takes um takes his American friends back to his homeland to like witnesses like amazing festival and all the rest of it and they're just uh, most of them are pretty stereotypical like moaning about stuff and like one of them pisses all over that tree and all the rest of it yeah it's yeah they they, they are and also like it's a bit I mean not a fault at all obviously <laughs> But it's a bit of a downer, isn't it, that they're having like such a problem in their relationship in the middle of this amazing festival. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like cheer up, love. All your family are dead. <laughs> Don't go to a festival then. Yeah, I mean, she shouldn't have gone, and it was a weird sort of their dynamic was really weird. But um, I found them the most unlikable group of mates I've seen for quite a long <laughs> yeah. time in the, the film. And also the Brit couple who turn up as well. Yeah, they're. They're well annoying, but the thing I found funny was like, um, they're almost shown as like more annoying for, than the Americans and that they're like kicking off all the time. The British bloke gets told to calm down loads and he's shown as being like really over the top in this bit after, just because he <laughs> says he wants to leave after witnessing a double suicide, one of which ended up with a bloke having to cave someone's face <laughs> in with a mallet. Yeah, chill out, mate. Just bang another mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> You're ruining our vibe, man. Yeah. You're a right wet blanket. <laughs> and like, um, the, the, so they, yeah, these, these two guys. So basically, this uh, group of people, this like cult or family, whatever they describe themselves as, they believe that when someone gets to the end of their life, which is shockingly about 65 or something. 70. Oh, 70. You then kill yourself. No age, is it? You kill yourself. No, it isn't. You kill yourself and then someone will come back. Uh, a baby will take your place sort of thing. So it's like a... Yeah. Do you know what? It's... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> come on. Right. No, but like, I don't want people jumping off and kill themselves, but it's not the bad... You know, we're all obsessed with like, loads of people want to live till 130, but they're not... They won't enjoy it. Some people like, well miserable from when they're about 35. That's true, but it, from a from a physiological <laughs> point of view, like 70 is like, there's a lot of sprightly 70, 80 year olds yeah. in there. It's not like, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't want to yeah, yeah. live to 100 if I'm just like a bag of bones and I can't move. But if you're like 80 or whatever and you're still going on holiday and having a laugh, 
There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, of course. But what I'm saying is... I um, went for my my grandma's surprise 80th birthday last weekend. It was, she still puts it away, right? It was right? the maddest like, booze up you've had for about three months, wasn't it? Yeah, I was battered, yeah. yeah. Um, happy birthday, Mary. Yeah. So... I don't, um, I don't think she listens. No, right. Um, but yeah, like, I don't think there's any need to jump off a cliff in front of loads of people <laughs> if, if, if if you're going to end it all. I mean, I'm sick. As I, if you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do it. I'd play both. I would never have the, uh, the, the guts to do that. Yeah, but if when you it came did, to it. if you weren't a coward, you'd want as many people as possible to see it. But also, can I just say, tell you guys, if you are, honestly, if you are a bit squeamish in that, like, it's really, I th- this I thought you really were, fucked up. I what? thought you were going to say, but seriously, guys, if you are feeling depressed, <laughs> do talk to someone. <laughs> no, but do that as well. Yeah, definitely yeah. do that. Um, but also, fucking hell. Like, yeah, the, there's one moment in it that everyone will know, and it is to do with the jumping off the cliff thing, and it, you can feel it when you, when you see it happen. It's well, basically, it's everyone's greatest fear of jumping off a building that's not quite high enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and it's basically essentially that Austin Powers thing when he's just screaming from the thing, going, "I'm still alive, but I'm in incredible amounts of pain." Yeah, like you yeah. really want to be completely KO yourself. Yeah. So as you can imagine, and that's when they all, that's when all the students start kicking off. Yeah, because here's a little uh, multiple choice option for you. You've gone to what you thought was going to be a harmless festival in Europe on your summer holiday um, 20 minutes into it you witness a double suicide which everyone else there seems not only fine with but actually to be encouraged uh, by it and to be cheering these people on do you A stand around for a bit and then go and have a nap <laughs> like or B get out of there I, I'd say I'd introduce C for someone like me yeah. I, I'd I'd make it clear to the people I'm with like oh that's not really on is it but then I think I'd just go along with it because you're in the middle of nowhere it'd be absolutely it's really hot as well it'd be hassle to get to a train station yeah. and like for all the like whatever you know like they wanted to do it the rest of it apart from that it's actually quite a cool like festival like there's loads of drugs loads <laughs> of booze like, oh, is it? Is is there loads of booze though? They all have a they have one beer each with those weird meals. Yeah, because because they, they have those little drinks and just put the drugs in and just get battered all the time. Yeah, you say there's good music. I I, I mean I'd probably I don't, some of it was good. It's okay. Yeah, I, I mean I don't oh, know. Would you bring a, like a Bluetooth speaker? <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to go to it as a festival. I would just because right. it'd be mental, but. I just I I well yeah. I'd go if there was I'd go if there was absolutely no chance of me getting sacrificed. Yeah, the thing is, right, it would be like you and say someone like Alan. Alan would very quickly be getting carried round on people's shoulders and stuff, and you'd be fine there because you'd enjoy the fact that it was going to end up really horribly for Alan. Yeah. So you'd yeah. stay and like. Mm. But anyway, going off topic slightly, this. Uh, film then just goes from like it goes from bad to worse well we don't need to do a thing of the storyline do we but it doesn't end well and parallels with the wicker man like it's this it's kind of a similar plot but it's it's just a really hard to like in all seriousness 
it's quite hard to define, isn't it? If, like, if someone asked you what it was like, it'd be quite hard, wouldn't it? I know we're supposed to use our words and <laughs> we're doing a podcast about it. But... I, just, I was trying to tell two people yesterday and I just said, like, you've, to be honest, you've got to go and see it, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And I think it is worth watching. Um, it's, uh, we sat there in the cinema, didn't we, for about five minutes, like, laughing. <laughs> but, like, awkwardly laughing. Like... Yeah, because I... I was I was laughing so much towards the end because I couldn't wet I had my head for the last five minutes as soon as the credits start, started I was going to start singing shout out to my ex you really <laughs> were the best and I couldn't do it because I was laughing so much but it yeah. was yeah it was the end is meant the end was like vibe wise quite similar to if anyone's seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, at the end she's just laughing She's just laughing because she's survived, but yeah, yeah. she's quite clearly going insane. Oh, and lost, that's that's yeah. what happens in in this film as yeah, well. Yeah, she's lost her head. Like, totally. I'll read you out. I'll actually read you out. This is the last line of the script, the original script. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Obviously, a smile finally breaks onto Danny's face. She is surrendered to a joy known only by the insane. She has lost herself completely, and she's finally free. It is horrible, and it is beautiful. You can't tell people what it is when you've written a film. What do you mean? She should have left that. Said she's finally surrendered. Then you can't say this is horrible and it's beautiful. That's for people to. Yeah, but it's just evocative, decide. isn't it? In a script. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? What? Well, she's got nothing. Like all her family are gone. Her boyfriend's a dickhead. Might as well. Stay. Well, he's, <laughs> he's also. Yeah, gone yeah, he's dead. She might as well stay there. Yeah. Like to be honest. It's a nice country, isn't it, Sweden? Yeah, beautiful. Imagine if... I I reckon it might not have been that... Like, the more I think about it, the more I'm on their side. Because if you think about it, imagine you're a lovely Swedish guy, like, in the fields, in a festival, away from everywhere with your mates, with loads of, like, beautiful single men and women. you got drugs, you got well-nice food, and a lovely couple of suicides planned. <laughs> then, right, some prick your mate who left a few years ago to study in America comes back with four Americans two of which are an annoying couple who are arguing all the mm. time and one of which is Will Poulter then you have to put them up give them loads of food and all they do is fucking moan the whole time and piss all over your trees like I'd be smashing the heads with an hammer on the first night to be honest and also I'd say that there's not a judge in Europe who'd convict someone whose defence after murdering a backpacker was, but they were just so fucking annoying, Your Honour. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, yeah, yeah I, I think I am, I am with, I am with the, the cult on this one, I'm afraid. We, we talked a little bit about festivals as an offshoot of this, and I've got to say, I'm always a bit in awe of anyone who goes to a festival and comes back and looks well, or like feels refreshed, Hello, welcome back to the Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. I, I ran out of battery halfway through that scintillating reading anecdote. <laughs> well, so anyway, do you want to just start it again and just do it quick? So yeah, basically, I'm on, on the Reading Festival on the way back and there's all these like scouse drug dealers like patrolling around the tents. And the guy, who, this bloke held out a bit of MDMA for me and was just like, have a bit of that, lad. So I had a little tab of this MDMA 
and then he was just like right you know that'll be like whatever you know 10 quid for the gram and I was just like oh no like <laughs> this guy to be fair which I've, I was always like, I've always enjoyed ever since didn't expect to come from a scout juggly but he was like this isn't a farmer's market you can't just have a sample <laughs> like <laughs> I was like oh yeah yeah obviously like you can't just have a little bit of dab of drugs and then go oh <laughs> yeah I might come back later <laughs> I'm going to go and have a look at the Scotch eggs. So I got chased for about 20 minutes by all these scousers around these tents. You were um, good, good. Yeah. Pricks like you with your hands out all the time. I oh, know, yeah. Decimating the drug trade. Yeah. Um, they should do farmers markets. But I don't want to go into something wacky, like a wacky sketch, and we right. won't, but yeah. they should do, drug, drug dealers should do like farmers markets. I think you should be able to have a little sample of like a narcotic yeah <laughs> where do you what should you be talking about this kind of stuff I don't do them anymore like I haven't done anything like that for about 10 years mm. so I can't physically handle it but I'm saying I don't think it's that much worse than alcohol is it and everyone batters that back so I like <laughs> the, like the end of this film is <laughs> yeah yeah is, is that it then are we going to end, end it there with you endorsing drugs well, no, and saying <laughs> and, and and saying that the, the only reason you don't do them anymore is because you physically can't handle them. Yeah, no. What I would say is go and watch that film because it's definitely one of the most. I've thought about it a lot since. Yeah, it know, stays with you. Yeah. It definitely stays with you. Um, and we are already. We've already got the next film sorted for the next one. Um, yeah, tomorrow night. So we'll be going to see the third instalment of the Annabelle franchise which is part of the conjuring do I need to have watched the others I think they'll fill it I'll I'll fill it in for you okay well I might maybe you can watch one on they're all all on uh, Netflix and Prime I think so maybe watch one tonight we'll do this conversation when we stop recording anyway all the best guys as always thanks for having a listen have a fantastic day any shout outs we've already done Giuseppe Deluxe haven't we well probably Rocket who listens a lot has had another baby hasn't he had a son oh yeah Congratulations. Um, and uh, Scott Mason, who uh, listens to a lot of these. He won't be listening now. Is he saying that, are they saying they've had the baby yet? I haven't seen anything on the internet about it. Well, they have had the baby. By the... T- <laughs> <laughs> you're, you've got a weird obsession with telling pe- other people people have had kids before anyone else knows. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I don't know. There's something have. really wrong with you. Maybe they haven't had the kid then. I don't know. They have had the kids. Yeah, they have. You know right. they have. Oh, yeah, no, I know they have, but I'm saying I didn't know whether... Anyway, congratulations. Okay, see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.